Hi everyone, you're listening to the Psychology of Dating podcast. My name is Nadine Newkirk and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about boundary setting in dating. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide, which is called Top 3 Mindset Shifts in Dating. I'll put the link to that in the episode show notes. In this guide, I go through three key unhelpful beliefs that might be holding you back in your dating experience. Uh, One of these is, it's too hard to find someone. And I use an analogy to share how when we have changes in our mindset, how this can actually shift our feelings and our actions and help us get closer to what we're wanting. In the initial COVID-19 flare-ups over the last couple of years, there was a scarcity of rapid antigen tests in Sydney. And I had the mindset, it's too hard to get a test. There's none anywhere. I'm not going to find any. And that led me to occasionally as I walked past a shop, go in, have a look. Um, But I wasn't very proactive. I only checked a couple of times. And each time I went in the pharmacy, I saw there's none there. Reinforce that belief. It's too hard to find one. In comparison, my sister, who lives in the same area, had a mindset of it's possible to find some rapid antigen tests if you put enough effort. And she consistently called around pharmacies. She got her partner to help look. She went into pharmacies every day and she was able to find some. And that reinforced the belief it's possible. So the same can be applied for dating, that these unhelpful beliefs are really running in the background and sometimes without you noticing it is really influencing your behaviours And it can be really helpful to shine a light onto these unhelpful beliefs and have a new reframe, which is what I do in this guide. So have a look at it. Check it out in the episode show notes. It's free. And if you have any feedback for this podcast, I'd love a star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps to increase visibility and really appreciate looking at any feedback. Okay, so boundary setting in dating. When we think of boundaries, sometimes people think of it in terms of assertiveness, like having a boundary, like I don't like it when you do a certain action. Um, You know, I don't like it if someone I'm dating borrows my car without asking, something tangible like that. We can also think about boundaries, however, in, I guess, more invisible or not so tangible ways. So we can have boundaries in a physical sense, and this could be boundaries in intimacy when you feel comfortable to kiss someone or maybe, you know, touch them, hold hands. It could be emotional boundaries. So this is a little bit more, you can't see it, but it's something that you feel. It might be whether you feel comfortable talking about a certain topic with someone in dates, or it could be inaction. If you notice that maybe the conversation over five dates has been quite surface level and your kind of emotional boundaries are telling you that that's not enough for you at the moment. We can also have time boundaries. So this might look like how long a date goes for, whether you feel comfortable for it being a 10-minute date versus a four-hour date. It could be 
time between contact, you know, whether you feel comfortable with how often someone's texting you or how little someone's texting you. So you can see there's lots of different types of boundaries that someone might have. And before we go into how it could be helpful to boundary set, it's important to look at what happens if we don't have boundaries. And the impact is increased emotional suffering, things like more stress, anxiety, buildup of resentment. If we don't have boundaries, a few things can happen. One is someone may end up over people pleasing. They're not listening to their own boundaries, their own needs, and more focusing on what does the other person want. And then they might overextend themselves, do things that they don't actually feel comfortable with. They might go on really long dates or end up kissing when they didn't actually feel like it. They might, you know, talk about topics when it wasn't, you know, the right timing or go to a restaurant when they don't really feel like that food. And over time, if you're constantly neglecting your needs and what you actually feel comfortable with, you can feel out of control. It feels like dating is just something that happens to you And when you meet people, you have no sense of agency. And when we don't feel like we have a sense of agency, that's where usually stress, low mood, anxiety start to flare up. Imagine you're in a boat going down a river that's rapidly flowing. And imagine you have no oars. This could be an example of going into dating with no boundaries. You feel like you're just going at the whim of the water, you could be smashed into a boulder here. You could be going in, you know, direction, a fork that you never really wanted to intend to go down. And dating can then feel a bit more perilous. You never know. You might capsize more often or you might hurt yourself when you get into the rocks. And if we don't have boundaries, we can get more hurt because we're not tuning into our emotions and taking care of them that we might end up you know, overextending and then when someone ghosts us, it hurts even more because we felt like we really put everything towards that person. If we don't have boundaries in dating, this can lead to more codependent relationships, more enmeshed, where you don't have your sense of independent self when you're with someone, you kind of blend together. And if things are going well, that can feel okay and stable. But if anyone starts to get rocky their mental health or not feeling good, then both of you will fall down at the same time. And not having boundaries can actually decrease the chance of having a successful, healthy relationship. Although it's hard and uncomfortable to sometimes set those boundaries, it's for the greater good of helping that relationship grow. For example, if someone's over-self-sacrificing their needs, then and focusing on someone else, then their needs aren't being met. And they're also not being their authentic self. They're not showing this is truly my personality, what I feel comfortable with, what I don't feel comfortable with. And then the person they're dating doesn't actually get to know the true them. And if we think about a healthy long-term relationship, we want to be ourselves in that relationship. We don't want to have to have the energy of putting on a mask every single day. And Also, if we don't assert our needs, what happens is we never get to test out how the other person reacts when we set those boundaries. And that's really vital information to know what is this person's emotional maturity? You know, do they 
act in a way that's non-judgmentally caring? Are they willing to negotiate or be flexible? All key ingredients for a healthy relationship. If someone has a really stressful or negative, hurtful response when we set boundaries, that's important to know. We want to know that earlier rather than later because this is someone where it's not going to be a healthy relationship and we need to step away from it. I'll give an example where I used to not have healthy boundaries in dating in terms of the boundary of time. So I would always be a little bit more passive and wait for the other person to end the date, thinking, you know, kind of barrier thoughts of they'll think I'm not interested or it'll be rude or it'll be too uncomfortable. So all these thoughts got in the way that made it feel too aversive to speak up when I wanted to end a date and I would wait for the other person to do it. And the difficulty with that was sometimes I was really exhausted, really exhausted from work. Maybe I had a really social day kind of work-wise or with friends. And if I kept staying in a date when I got more and more tired, one, I'm actually not my best self when I'm overtired. And I might start to seem a bit disinterested or things like that. And also I start to feel a bit like, ugh, about the date (laughs) because I'm so tired. And it can actually cloud the experience and not allow you to truly see, like, are you enjoying it with this person or not? It can also have an oversaturation effect if you're staying too long in a date. You know, we want to end it when the party's still going, when it's still really fun, not when it's at the dregs of the party at 4 a.m. when you're like, oh, maybe I should have gone home a few hours ago. I'm thinking of one date a long time ago where I was actually living in Berlin at the time and it was a first date. I'd never met the person, um, just a few bits of chit-chat on the apps and they'd suggested to go out for food. So we'd organised to go out for burgers But when I got there, I knew pretty much within the first 30 seconds, oh, I don't know, this person doesn't seem to be that warm or friendly in their kind of facial expressions or gestures or things like that. And then I'd overcommitted. I'd overcommitted to going on a food date, which ends up being more time because you have to wait for the food to come out and you never know what's happening in that restaurant. And I didn't realize that that was something I didn't feel comfortable with at the time. My boundary for first dates was keep it a shorter date, don't do it as long or extended. And anyway, it ended up being a really awkward thing where I think both of us knew from the get-go, which is fine, it can happen, but we were stuck there eating our burgers across from each other (laughs) trying to drag on the conversation. And I remember I couldn't wait to get out of that date. I ended up racing for a train that was like just about to leave and I (laughs) got half caught in the doors and it was quite embarrassing and afterwards I'd spoken to a friend and they said oh no 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 I never go on food dates for the first date I only feel comfortable doing a shorter date so I'll organize something more like you know a coffee or one drink and say you know organize something I have to do after then or say I need to leave after then and that actually really helped me in terms of time boundaries and feeling comfortable on first dates after then of organising something shorter where I could have a choice to stay a bit longer if I wanted and also I felt really comfortable to leave if um, it wasn't a good match and then easily 30 minutes or an hour later you could skedaddle. (laughs) Okay, with all this being said, 
how do you know when to set a boundary? Or how do you know what you feel comfortable with and what you don't feel comfortable with? And the answer is your feelings, your emotions. You can think about each emotion you get, whether it's stress, anxiety, guilt, low mood. They're all notification systems. They're all a message to let you know what you want to do in a date, what you like, what you dislike, what is too much for you or too little for you. For example, if you're feeling really stressed when you've got four dates booked in a week, that could be a notification that you've overextended yourself. Stress is when we've got an overload of information and we need to settle things down. Whereas if you notice another week you have one date scheduled or two dates and you're feeling much more relaxed, that's your body telling you this is a comfortable, healthy boundary. It's important to know with boundaries that they're unique to every person and they're fluid. So you might feel comfortable with something on one date with someone on the first date and maybe by the fourth date you have different comfortability. On the first date, you might not feel comfortable sharing something painful that's happened to you. And maybe over time, with a bit of trust and getting to know someone and how they respond on the first date, that boundary can shift and change and you might want to open up to them. And there's nothing wrong with having a different boundary to someone else, that that's very normal and necessary. For example, Everyone has different energy levels for doing exercise. Some people have a really active job where they're on their feet all day and, you know, maybe on the weekend, the last thing they feel like doing is getting up and going for a walk. Whereas someone else might have more of a sitting job and for them, they've got a lot more energy. Maybe they weren't as stressed that week and they'll be really comfortable to go on a six hour hike on the Saturday. And just because one person doesn't want to, one person wants to do a longer walk, maybe someone wants to do a 30-minute walk, there's nothing wrong with any person and their different preferences. That's just unique and everyone's got their own life experiences day to day, their own history of their nervous system and development over their lifetime. So it really makes sense that everyone has different boundaries at different times and that is fluid. Now, if you're not used to setting boundaries, this will take a bit of practice. It's going to feel more uncomfortable to actually benefit dating and relationships in the long term, remembering that if you you know, take the more easier route in the moment and don't speak up about something that you're not wanting to do and kind of over people please or over self-sacrifice, it might be a little bit of relief in the moment because you don't have that confrontation. But over the long run, there's going to be buildup of resentments and stress and it's actually going to jeopardize the relationship. So it's important to remember that even though it's hard to get that boat and to kind of build those oars and learn how to kind of move with the rapids and change the corners, like it can take a lot of effort to build those oar, um, you know, arm strength up to move those oars in that boat. Over time, it'll give you more of a sense of agency and control and change in dating. That we can't always control where the river flows, but you have a choice whether you want to move and stop over at the bank and give yourself a bit of pause 
or whether you want to turn this fork in the river rather than the right fork. So if you're practicing setting boundaries, it can be helpful to have an idea of what you're finding most challenging in dating, listen to your emotions, and plan ahead of time. Plan before you get into the date. So think about, you know, a few sentences of how you could speak up for yourself, you know, what words you'd feel comfortable saying. Be direct, because the more direct we can express our needs, the more likely someone can meet our needs. If I say, oh, maybe I feel like something not pizza, perhaps, (laughs) they don't know what I really feel like eating, as opposed to I'm saying, I would really love to eat sushi tonight. That makes it very clear what my needs are. You might think of some starter words, like, I noticed I don't feel comfortable when, Um, practice saying directly, no, thank you, but no. Um, You might start with, I don't feel comfortable, I would like, you know, this is what I want to do. All those sentences at first, if you're not used to setting boundaries or being assertive, it might feel like you're being really direct. Sometimes it might even feel like you're being rude or aggressive. But we need to remember there's a difference between assertiveness and aggressive. If we're being aggressive, we're not we're neglecting someone else's needs. We're kind of being rude or dismissive. We're not caring about their experience and we're focusing on our needs. Whereas if we're being assertive, we're holding both at the same time. We're listening to our needs and expressing them and still being respectful and caring for the other persons. Whereas if we're being passive, we're neglecting our own needs and concentrating on the other person's. So we really want that middle ground of having that assertiveness and being able to speak up for those boundaries. And once you can practice, practice, get used to that uncomfortable initial feeling of setting the boundary, you can have all the benefits. So this can result in feeling more energized in dating, feeling more like you know yourself, that you're holding your self-respect, you know, that you've got your back that you'll listen to your values, you'll listen to your needs, and no matter what someone else does in dating, you're going to stand up for yourself. You can't control what the other person does, but you can control your response, your reaction. Okay, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I look forward to speaking with you next week. Have a lovely day or night, wherever you are.